You're listening to the Market Experts Show. I'm Daryl Baskin of EXP Realty on your home for success, 105.7. House Bill 1564, Representative Tom Gann of District 8, Oklahoma District 8, Mays, Rogers, Washington County counties, and um, this is relating to landlord and tenant stuff. I don't know anything about this bill. Tell me how it came about, Tom. Well, I was called by one of my constituents that live in my district who owns property in the city of Tulsa, and, and she was extremely frustrated with the judicial system in, in Tulsa because uh, with the first moratorium that took place, there they had the moratorium on on collecting rent from people with Section 8. Well, this thing kind of grew and mushroomed into this folklore out there that nobody had to pay any kind of rent at all. Therefore, she had some tenants that said that she that they did not have to pay who weren't who weren't Section 8, weren't affected by COVID, were gainfully employed. She would go before the judge, the, the, the judge with an eviction notice, and the judge would extend the ten, terms of the landlord tenant agreement and let, allow the lady to spend more time in their property without paying. Staying and that's, there, yeah, rent free. Yes, absolutely, it's, it's theft. And they weren't getting anywhere and we thought, well, I offered, I said, well, let's, let's write a, let's maybe, uh, you know, the fact that you have a contract at hand and they don't honor the terms of the contract and they extend the terms of the contract, there is nowhere else that is done in our, in our economy or in our system of, of, of a free enterprise, you can't go and do that with a car loan. You can't go do that with a mortgage unless you go through the proper procedures. And yet the judge was taking liberties with those agreements that, and can leaving we, the landlord holding the bag. That's how it got started. So we, we filed House Bill 1564, which basically the main part of it that we addressed in the bill was to, the language says the court shall have no discretion to extend the terms of tenancy and shall grant possession immediately upon entry of judgment. And that should be a given. That should be the way the judge should just be a, a lot, uh, to determine who's at fault and then the remedy. They're not, but they were extending the terms. That was the that was the gist of the bill. Now the bill didn't did not pass. It failed by a 53 to 37 margin, and there there are a lot of members who were positive towards the bill, but they took constitutional privilege, which meant that they had rental property. But I disagreed with that because we weren't talking about their rental property. We were talking about rental property per se. So I did not agree with the constitutional privilege, which basically is a no vote, but it's it's uh, kind of a neutral vote where you, you don't have to vote yes because of that. Because you're suggesting maybe that there's a conflict of interest in your vote? Is that... Yeah what it is hmm this is i'm learning more and more about these things every day i mean I, I i thought i knew a lot about it and yet i'm hearing of this other stuff that's going on behind the scenes and how we're even having a challenge standing up for personal property rights and as a landlord i would you, i don't know if you would call that bias or not but um i've been a tenant and i've been a landlord and one thing I've always wanted as a tenant is a financially stable landlord, because without that, I have no place to, to live. I don't have utilities. We had a situation here in Tulsa 
It used to be the Falls Apartments. I don't know what they became, but back when I was in high school, it was the Falls. And the, uh, uh, the water bill wasn't being paid. Well, here's a, an example. Now, I don't know why the water bill wasn't being paid. It may or may not have had anything to do with COVID and the eviction moratorium, but it's an example of what does happen when a landlord cannot or does not meet their obligations. The tenant is the one who suffers. So to insert this uh, fairy tale, it's going to be okay if you just put a moratorium and make the landlord bear the brunt of it, that is not going to fix the problem. It's actually going to create a cascade of other problems. And to even have this discussion is um, uh, alarming to me because you would think that that is just common sense. But I guess the whole uh, issue with common sense, Tom Gann, is that it's less common than it used to be. I don't know. Uh, you're absolutely right. I, I, we had in discussion when I presented this bill in committee about the, the fact that there's uh, the the person who is objecting to the bill, uh, Representative Blansett out of Tulsa said that we need more housing. And, and I said, well, if you want more housing, you have to have more landlords and you have to have a you have to have their ability to make money. Financial and, incentive. Yes, financially. And and with this moratorium in the in the uh, CARES money, the or I'm sorry, the emergency rental resistant assistance that came out, you know, there were forty six billion dollars issued in that, and there's only been six and a half percent of that distributed, and none of it goes to the landlord; it all goes to the tenant. Well, there's there's the remainder of that sitting out there, and what you have is. Uh, a program out there that under it's under their belief that it's because not enough people know about it, but but tenants did not want to access this money because they were also obligated to pay the tax on it. And when you aren't when they're not having to pay rent, they already received a, a, a raise for not having to pay rent. But then when they also get additional money from the federal government, it creates a tax liability on them. And a lot of the landlords could not get their tenants to take advantage of that money. And that's something that we'll have to discuss with, uh, with the proponents, uh, uh, with, with the tenant side of, of things, is that they need uh, – the money really ought to be going to the landlord. Representative Tom Gann, Oklahoma House District 8, uh, which is Mays, Rogers, and Wagner counties. Uh, this has really been great conversation. I, I would encourage – and as, as much as I – I can experience this frustration about people not understanding or not getting it. I also have to realize I grew up in real estate. I grew up with a dad who was an investor and understanding all of these concepts, which aren't monumental. They're just, uh, you learn them and they're ingrained in all of your thinking. And if you're not in that, it maybe it is more difficult to understand. And all I would encourage any listener, I mean, this is a business-related show, is educate and learn and look at other cities. Look at um, San Francisco and New York and Chicago and areas where affordable housing has reached a crisis. And the policies that got them there, the feel-good policies don't fix the problem. We have to deal with both sides of the situation, which includes protecting the landlord. Tom Gann, thank you very much for being here on the program today. Thank you for having me, Daryl. Thank you so much.
You're listening to the Market Experts Show with EXP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin.